Hey guys, welcome to Sam's podcast, the home of truth, life, love and music and where we keep it all about Jesus Christ. So today's topic is going to be quite interesting. Uh, the kind of side that's going to be activated in this talker or in this podcaster <laughs> is going to be that nerdy side, that geeky side kind of stuff. But it will make sense and it's really, really uh something that should be listened to by all regardless of you know your 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 you know your self perception of iqs and stuff no 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 just listen to this kosababu it's gonna be awesome it's gonna be epic so um a little realization has come to me um if probably you have not come across it yes i have been a nerd i have been a geek for a long time um since my childhood I was gladly introduced to sans uh, by my parents whom I really thank for that and on and on and on about my childhood but the interesting bit about this is did you know let me, let me pose a question to you did you know that science does explain you know to man at his level god's work did you know that did, do you have a perception of that probably you have some hunch Uh, about that probably being true but you've never come across you know evidence that actually ascertains that is not just an hypothesis or a theorem but actually a fact and a truth well it's not written in the bible for sure but something we might infer from the bible is that there were people such as astronomers and people who could read times and stuff and by so doing you could realize that yeah there were actually there was actually science in the bible and the bible makes mention of it and why it does so probably is not it does not occur immediately to us but for me uh, i'll say this is a personal belief you don't have to subscribe to it you don't have to say now sam is saying something that is off the bible no no it's cuz i am developing evidence uh to back it if it does not you know accrue enough evidence of course i'll discard it as is the proper means of any scientific method or research or experiment so yeah uh why am i sharing all this because <laughs> it's going to uh, it's about to get interesting in a few so i'll take you back to a very simple thing back in primary or elementary school for some of y'all so back in primary you used to draw lines I know I've skipped over a lot of things so forgive me just this is just a disclaimer so I'm skipping over a lot of things so that I don't have to bore you with the details and stuff so please bear with me if you're a nerd and enjoy the ride if you're not or you're not a fan of such okay let's go um something in primary or in elementary level there's this notion ah uh, there there were these things that you know we are being taught how to draw lines you know wavy lines zigzags and then we proceeded on to shapes and we could draw a square and we could draw a circle and probably we now proceeded into using a compass and you know a divider and we could now draw a perfect circle and we now could use a ruler against a, pe- a pencil against a ruler and draw a good line and you know ended up with perfect shapes uh, and then as we moved on we realized that there are shapes that you know have more than one than four sides or three sides we have a triangle we have a rectangle and square but now there are polygons and so we come to 
the five-sided ones, you know, the Pentagon, which is apparently a building somewhere in the world, in the US, that is. Anyway, <laughs> the Pentagon, and we have the six-sided, the hexagon, and on and on, heptagon up to nonagon, decagon, and it goes on and on. And we realize, whoa, there are a lot of things. And now those sides of those shapes start bending and we have parallel, huh, Lord, parallelograms. When I come from, that is one of the worst words, one of the worst words to pronounce. So if I conquer it, we bless the Lord. Parallelogram. We have rhombi. Rhombi, yeah, that's a plural. So we have rhombi and we have all this kind kinds and manners of shapes and we realize ha ah, this is awesome it feels good to know these things you know it's good for our benefit and for our knowledge and we go on and we realize ah i've played a game probably of cards and i've seen something been drawn and thrown and it's called a die yeah in plural it's dice so i've seen a die and it's like six squares so now squares can be put together and triangles can be put together. What? Okay, so we have cubes and cuboids and tesseracts. Okay, I've gone too far. Probably, yeah. So we have such things, pyramids and all this stuff. Not pyramid schemes, people. Pyramids um, and all these kinds of shapes and, you know, formations from shapes and lines. And we realize, wow, there is a lot more than j even just what we learn in primary. And we've now moved on to high school, middle school for some, and high school. And now the tertiary levels probably introduce us to much more complex systems. They're not now even simple objects or designs. They are now systems because it's a pattern repeated all over. And probably it's, okay, probably it's not a system because a system is comprised of several different things. So it's the same pattern repeated all over. So it's probably a couple of patterns all over. So where am I going with all of this? We learned. And what we didn't learn probably is how this apply in reality, you know, the practical aspect of why I am learning this. And funny thing, if I am to throw a heads up, this also points back in the ultimatum to God. I know it sounds crazy at this point, but hold on, hold on. You uh, walk with me in this journey. So it's it's not going to be a complex one. So, yeah. so yes, I even have a paper here. So probably I'll kind of simplify what I want to say. Uh -huh. So we have lines and we realize that when I have a line, it's not the same as when I have a square because a square is now made up of lines. And so we introduced something called dimensions. So the line by itself is just one dimension. It just has the length. It doesn't have any other dimension, uh, you know, proportion, the width, you know. So now we come to the width when we come to now the second dimension, all right, the two dimension. And now we realize that we can put two lines together and they will form the length and the width. But now we need to complete it. So it needs length, width, length, width. And now we have a square or a circle or a, uh, what's it called? What's it called? A, a rectangle or a triangle. And so there's some aspect of length and some aspect of width. And it's all on a flat surface, right? 
And we're like, oh, that sounds interesting. And so do go on, do go on, teacher. And so we go on and we have length, width, and now we have an, another height. And so it's like that square, we're now representing it in some form of where it's down and it's also up and then it's to all the sides. And we realize, oh, so now this is the third dimension. So this is three dimension. And we kind of stop there and we are like, okay, so why are we stopping there? It's because it's quite hard to imagine the next dimension because it's the dim dimension that we are not living in. We, we, we can visually see a, a one dimension. We can visually see a two dimension with no ease, with, with no difficulty rather. And we can e easily see a third dimension. But now a fourth dimension? So we have length, we have width, we have height. Um, in mathematics, you'll see the x-axis and the y-axis. And now the third one will be the z-axis. And now the fourth one, the w-axis. What are you trying to do to us and our brains, our poor young brains? So we realize that, whoa, we are entering into stuff that's beyond us. But I'll try and explain it in a very simple way, okay? So picture this. We're learning mathematics or physics or whatever, but in a very, very simple way. I believe you can be, you have a very strong imagination. Even if you don't, try this. Dare, dare yourself, right? So imagine something in a one dimension. Your line, you know, that zigzag you drew or that curvy line you drew, okay? And so it only can, it only knows there is such a dimension as a length. It doesn't, it does not have a perception of what a width looks like. And so now we bring along a square or rather a square comes along and, you know, looks at this one dimension and is like, hey, how are you? All right. And so our wavy line is like, hi, where are you? You know, why? Because it cannot see the width. It can only see the length. And for us in where we are standing, we, we can clearly see both because these are dimensions chinietu, below us. These are dimensions we can look at a paper and you're like, yeah, I can clearly see this is a line and this is a square. And so what's the problem? Why can't they see each other? It's because this is a line and it only knows the length dimension. This is a square and it knows the length, but also the width. And so it can perceive itself, you know, the square, it can perceive itself in the length and as well as the width. But the line cannot perceive itself in any further dimension. Enter the apple, <laughs> right? Apple is in three dimensions. And so we have, let's call it a perfectly round, probably an orange. Remove the apple. Have an orange. Perfectly round spherical orange. And so the orange now comes and sits on that, let's say, piece of paper where they are being drawn. And it comes and says hi to the square. And the square is like what where are you and so now the orange is like i'm right here like can't you see me and the orange is just hovering up there but then it says let me go down and it comes down but do you know what the square sees it only sees an imprint of where the orange touches the paper all right we've had very deep stuff but the funny thing is if we are able to pass that orange through that paper, what the square sees is 
something that looks like a circle that starts at a small point, which is the very tip of the orange. And then as the orange comes through, this, the, the tip of the, you know, that very small tip starts growing and becomes a bigger circle, a bigger circle, a bigger circle. And then as the equator <laughs> or the midpoint of the orange is reached, that starts becoming a smaller, smaller, smaller until the up part or the tip, the upper tip is now formed as a small, very small tip or a very small circle. That That's only what the square can see. What about the line? The line can only see a line that starts as a tip and then becomes longer and longer and longer and it's longest at the orange's equator and then becomes smaller, smaller, smaller and finishes up as a very tiny line at the North Pole, so to say. <laughs> so are you seeing the, Im you know, the image of what I'm trying to, you know, bring about? Uh, or, you know, do you have a kind of a perspective on what I'm about to talk about? Sorry for all the jargonish English. I'm kind of fidgety after explaining that. It's it's a bit much for the brain at uh, this moment. So, yeah, it's interesting uh, how this plays out. And I'm getting to the why in just a few. So, why the line says that? It's because it can only see the length. And yes, the orange does have a length. And I've tried to represent it in the form of how you see the earth. It's the Arctic Circle and the Antarctic Circle. You know, as when you look at the globe directly in front of you, the only thing you can see is lines. You don't see those concentric circles. You only see lines. And so the, the longest line is at the equator. And that's what the 1D wavy line will be seeing. The 2D square will instead be seeing circles. Okay? So you'll be seeing circles going through that plane, that paper that we have we've drawn it in. Alright. So we are seeing it uh, rather the square is seeing it go through it, go through it, and so what's seeing is circles that are becoming bigger. And so it stops seeing lines. It can perceive them as lines when it's looking directly, but it can also see the width. And so it's not just a line, but it's a line with some sense of width, some perception of width. Enter the 3D on the 4D. And so now we're entering spaces we have not uh, been able to understand. And I'll try and explain. It's very simple because it's very similar to how, you know, how I've explained. So how the 1D cannot see uh, the width of which the 2D can see. How the line cannot see the width which the square can see. Okay, that's 1D to 2D. 2D to 3D, how the square cannot see the whole orange. It can only see it as circles. Okay, so it's not seeing the height aspect. It's seeing the length and the width. A circle has an aspect of length and width. We'll call it radi. So radius on one side, radius on the other side. But it's length and width, really. And now enter the fourth dimension. Whoa. So... If, if I am to draw all of these things, you know, the 1D and the 2D on a piece of paper, I can see them, but they cannot see me in my full form. <sighs> right? So they, they, they can understand me only in the way they understand their dimensions. If it's 1D, they can only see me in the length aspect. If it's 2D, they can only see me in the length and width aspect. If it's 3D, they can only see me in the length, width, and height. Or rather, in other terms, length, width, and depth. 
in the 4D, we have another aspect, which I can't, you know, explain to you, but I'll try and explain to you. And so now the 4D is, I can, I cannot explain 4D fully because I can only perceive it in the length, width, and height aspect. It has an extra dimension to it, which I cannot perceive right now. And yet, when the 4D looks at the 3D, same way as, you know, the 3D could look at the 2D and say, I, uh, you know, the orange looking at the square and like, I can see you square. You can't hide from me. You can't move in any way that will hinder me from seeing what you're doing. 2D to 1D, I can see you lying. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> that's, 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 that's an ambiguous statement. So it's not lying. But you, you know what I mean. I can see you wavy line. I can see you moving around. And, you know, there's nothing you can do to hide yourself from me. And so f even for the 4D, it's they can witness the 3D in all its fullness. And there's nothing we can do to hide from 4D. And on and on, 5D, 6D, 7D. I, I don't know about the extra dimensions because it's too big for me. But in that sort of understanding in that simplistic of a manner of explanation you get to understand that ha huh, there's a simple analogy of that in the bible um is it in some or is it in job actually it's in job where he says that even when i go to the depths of shell you are there you know where can i hide from your presence He's alluding to the fact that God is omnipresent. He is everywhere. You know, when I go to the highest of heights, you are there. Your presence is there. When I go to the depths of Sheol or hell or, you know, whatever the theologists call it, um, you are also there. Your presence is there. And so in a very funny way, I believe it's funny because it's beyond understanding, but it's actually probably practical more than, you know, we understand Mathematics has a way of explaining how God will be able to see us and understand, you know, understandably be present in all senses uh, and in all those senses being present, be able to see us, you know, thoroughly and fully, even though we can't see him and even though we can't perceive him. And so it's not like I'm trying to explain God <laughs> as a fourth dimensional being. He's, he's probably much beyond that. And even by virtue of being beyond the fourth dimension, we can't explain him. It's not a conclusion. It's not a conclusive statement. But it sparks in you the thought that, wow, science can actually be used to explore more of God, to know God better. And I believe that's why God allows us to gain knowledge so that we can understand him more and know him more because through i have been thinking about this for the longest time and you know just from watching a video which i might link on my socials um on on on, on you know dimension and projection and i tried and bro broke it down to the simplest way uh possible i hope it's 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 simpler because I, I i don't know if that video will explain it as well but yeah um I, uh, sorry, uh, I believe that 
God's intention for us to know him is one, to be amazed at how great he is versus our perception of understanding. You know, it's until you understand how great and magnificent and good and whoa, how, you know, how omniscient God is, that's when you now realize I am not just speaking to any other person. I'm speaking to the creator of the whole universe. I am conversing with the one who thought of this before I could and even has allowed me to understand this, not because I have discovered it, but it's because he has allowed it in this space and time to be discovered or discovered in quotes for his glory and, you know, and for my satisfaction. So, yes, I believe God allows us to gain knowledge for own satisfaction, but not only for own satisfaction, but also to glorify him. So, yeah, um, I think that's that's a delve of, I, I don't know what to call this episode, science explains God or mathematics explains God. You know, that would be so clickbaity. But yeah, it's 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 really an interesting thing to think about. Uh, what do you think? Share in the comment section. Share on our social media handles. I'll try and make a, a poster that will you know help uh, others also engage on this question and probably put up a few questions. So yeah, it's interesting. And so yeah, this is Sam's podcast, the home of truth, life, love, and music, and where we keep it all about Jesus Christ. If you want to reach out to us, uh, do so on our various official platforms. Sam's podcast is absolutely present on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter. And also you can reach out to us via our Gmail uh, account. That is samspodcast at gmail.com. That's the email service. So yeah, um, thanks for listening in. Thanks for tuning into this podcast. Always a pleasure to have you here. Yeah, see you soon in the next one. Bye.